real estate investors from Florida, Georgia, and Texas. There's a big online event this coming October that you shouldn't miss. Discover new techniques on how to grow your business and thrive in the middle of the crisis in no time. Just simply go to www.realestateiq.co summit and sign up today. brought to you by Real Estate IQ. We are number one in deal finding with over 45,000 leads every month. All right, our speaker today is Maurice Federbush with Value Funding. There we go, there's Maurice. I've known Maurice for a few years. He's been coming to uh, events in Houston when we were doing live events. So it's always been a pleasure to see him and he knows a lot about about lending and funding your deals. So Maurice, I'll let you take it from here. Hey guys, it's Maurice. I hope you can hear me well. Can you hear me, Becky? Yes, sir. Great, great, great. Guys, it's so good to have you on board. Uh, I'm a little scared to be honest with you. I don't, uh, I've never done a live webinar. I'm not sure about where the buttons are, but I sure can help everyone out there if you're looking to uh, find a, a lender to work with and how to navigate the, uh, the world of lending and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Uh, just to give you a quick background, as you can see from what's written here, I graduated uh, from uh, Houston, uh, University of St. Thomas, with a bachelor's in business. Shortly after that, I went on to get my loan officer's license, and uh, that was in 2005. However, most of us have been around long enough to know that there was a mortgage meltdown, a downturn, and so it was very hard in those days you know, to find a lender uh, who will even do a loan. So uh, having uh, some experience in the lending industry as a loan officer, I turned to the banks where I knew I could probably use my license to gain uh, gainful employment. So I worked with Wells Fargo and Bank of America. So I, I, I kind of wrote out the, uh, the downturn, but uh, as I saw things clear up, I decided to go out on my own and form my own mortgage company called Value Funding in 2010. Uh, some of the things that I've learned in that time is I've enjoyed uh, learning to work with investors um, and helping them to uh, guide them through the, the, the various things that, you know, most investors don't think about. And that is, you know, how do you get funding uh, besides hard money? So that's kind of the area I wanted to spend time with you. So we're going to cover this and call this the truth of lending, but what the guru did not tell you. Um, a lot of you uh, go out there and buy books, uh, attend webinars, and pay for your education in various ways. And it's all well and good because you've got to learn from somewheres. But some of, them, some of the people who teach or explain to you how to get in this business don't always tell you uh, some of the things that are involved with the lending side of this. Uh, most of them will talk to you about how do you find a property, uh, you know, ways that you can look for a property. You can do mail outs on letters, you know, and, and do drive-bys and things like that. Someone will tell you that you should go out and get an LLC or a corp. Well, but they don't tell you the other side of the picture uh, or the coin, shall we say, about should you get an LLC or have no LLC? What are the advantages? What are the disadvantages? So those are the areas I, I wanna spend uh, some time with you to cover. 
and that is, and that's this. So if your guru teaches you about asset protection uh, in your investor training courses, and you're told to give an LLC uh, to make yourself bulletproof, here's what's missing. Um, example, you buy a property with a hard money lender with the intent of keeping it. All the repairs are completed. You're now ready to take it to a conventional Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac lender. But the refi uh, you know, for a refinance, you're told from your government lender that they will not accept the loan because you closed in the name of an LLC. For the refinance to take place, you have to switch uh, to a different title, and that's to put it, the title in your name. You also have to be on title for six months for a lender and show uh, with the lender and show that you've made six months of loan payments so that you can refinance the property. Well, the problem with that is if you have a hard money loan, you're going to still keep paying the hard money lender, you know, for that for that time span while you convert over uh, your title policy uh, over into your name. So if you consider what I've been telling you, has any of this been uh, told to you in any of your trainings? If you have or haven't, raise your hand and tell us yes or no. Value funding does have a solution. Now, I will take questions at the end, but we do have a limited time. So I'm going to cover the next subject that a lot of lenders, I'm sorry, a lot of uh, gurus don't teach and love investors are not familiar with. So do you know about the best kept secret in the industry is buying, is buying a property which is subject to? So your guru teaches you how to take over a mortgage. You're extremely happy. You got your hands on a property with a lot of equity and you've got the deed, but you're not on the mortgage. You keep making payments as time passes by and the loan balances is reduced and the interest keeps going down, which is great. But what happens is, should you decide to refinance for a lower rate, here's what happens. You write to the lender telling them that you want to refinance. Your Freddie or Fannie Mac lender tells you that's not possible because you're not on the loan. And again, I'll repeat this, and you have no familial relationship to the borrower. That's a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac rule. You just cannot go in and say, I want to refinance because you have the deed. They will tell you that's not possible because you have no familial relationship. You put up $35,000 to take care of taxes and all the arrears, uh, you know, to take care of the closing costs. And, you're, you know, you're, you, you have to figure out now how to get around this roadblock. So what is the solution? At what cost? When you take all the figures in consideration, you have to ask yourself, was it a good deal? Next subject that I want to cover with you is growing your single family portfolio. So we all are wanting to build generational wealth. Uh, we're looking to have money for retirement and we're all looking to maybe build a portfolio. Most, most investors envision, uh, uh, envision a portfolio for properties and that's really building cash flow, having uh, financial security and building that work. So what happens is you watch certain markets and you pick properties at the right time. You're buying them at the right price. Purchases are done one at a time or built through partnering with debt or finance equity. But certain hurdles have to be overcome. So when buying uh, homes through Fannie or Freddie, lenders 
uh, will tell you that you cannot have more than 10 financed properties. How many of you out there are familiar with that concept or have heard of it? Put your responses into uh, your chat box. And when you try and do get those properties and they will monitor your debt to income ratio to see that you're not carrying too much debt. So if you wanna grow your portfolio uh, and want to have more than 10 properties, give Maurice at Value Funding a call. We have what's called the Finance It Right system. So I can guide you through all those hurdles, having experienced some of these uh, on certain occasions with certain investors. So those are the things I wanted to cover with you on our meeting and meetup today. So guys, I'm happy to answer your questions and talk about you know, the subjects we covered today. So please don't be shy, respond and let us know what your questions are. But I did wanna cover those three areas for you, buying it through an LLC or a corp, growing a portfolio. And if you were not aware about the familial relationship when you're buying a property subject to, those are the things that most uh, gurus don't even talk about. They're all concerned about finding properties and getting your hands on them. But what about learning on the lending side? That's why I decided to get on board with Real Estate IQ and uh, carry a series uh, for the next few weeks in uh, my uh, webinars on subjects that I'm sure you'll find interesting. Becky, I'm gonna turn it back over to you. I actually have a question, Maurice. So you can't refinance a Freddie May or Freddie, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac loan, but you could get a new loan and pay, off, pay that loan off, right? Which it's loan are you talking about, subject to? Yes, yes. which kind of so defeats yes. the purpose you, of the subject you, to, I realize. You are, you are correct in that. But you see, when you get these properties, from what the guru teaches you, oh man, that's gonna be great. You're gonna assume a lot of equity, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, and you're gonna help a family because they're in sad shape and you know, you're gonna keep their credit intact. That's what they sell you and that's okay. But I wanna tell you, they don't talk about what happens after that. So to answer your question is, number one, you're not on that loan. And if you want that property and to have all the equity that goes with it, You've got to go back to your seller, the one that you tried to help in the very beginning, and make them an offer and make it like it was a brand new sale. So now you've got more money to put out there because you're going to be facing new closing costs to take over the original loan that was there to begin with. Now, when you do that, you're going to get an appraisal, and the appraisal is going to give you the value of the property that they feel is correct at that point in time. And if there's a big gap in what the balance is uh, versus, uh, you know, what's being uh, offered to you, then you do get to recapture the equity. But yes, you do have to do a complete new purchase and a new refinance. But this time, it'll be in your name. So you have to make sure if you are going to do subject to, you have to make sure you're good with the terms of that loan if you yep. want to keep it. So... It's like you having to come to me all over again, Becky, and say, hey, Maurice, I really want to have the property in my name, so why don't I work up a, work, a sales contract with you, and uh, you know, uh, we'll make sure you get a good, clean break off of this and walk away. So there is a refinance cost 
but they don't tell you that when you go uh, to these uh, learning webinars or seminars. You know, that's the idea I'm trying to tell you is that you get only the half of the picture. Do you want to talk a little bit more about um, about the 10 property rule about the ways to get around that? Yeah, there is. And it's a great question. Thank you. So basically, you can't have more than 10 finance properties. That's a Fannie and Freddie rule. Um, I don't know how many people responded when I asked you know, if they knew that going in, most probably don't. Uh, but what happens is, so Becky, you've been a real good investor. You've got your nine and 10 properties, but you want to grow. You want to grow your portfolio. Well, guess what you do? You're going to go and tell uh, Kevin, hey, Kevin, you're buying the next property and he'll build 10. Okay. So that would be the way to go. If you've got kids over uh, 18, then you could make them the purchasers. They have to be a legal age. It could be, uh, could be a, a group of family members who get together, you know, to, to do that, okay? The second option is what most people don't come to realize is that uh, the way to get around it is uh, not to go for a 30-year fixed rate, but the, to go to a commercial lender and put the next group of properties out with a commercial lender as a commercial property and not as a single family owned, you know, by you, you know, sort of like the way you've been going. Does that make, uh, make sense to you, Becky? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Now the difference will be this. So when you go to XYZ bank, who's your, your commercial bank, commercial banks do not offer 30 year fixed rates. Okay. What they might do is they might offer you a 25 or a 20 year fixed rate but your, your loan's going to be a five-year fixed rate. So we call it a 520, 5-20, or 5-25. So you get the advantage of a 20 or 25 payment structure, but your fixed rate's only good for five years. So at the end of year six, you're either going to have to have an adjustable loan going, in, going forward, or you're going to have to have a balloon. And so what happens in year six is, depending on how it was structured from the beginning, you're either going to have like a five, five, uh, five year fixed, but then in year six and thereafter through the remaining 15 year period, you might have a, a prime plus one adjustable rate. You get what I'm saying, right guys? So if that's the case, so every five years you're looking to refinance or let's say have the, uh, I don't mean refinance, but you're looking to have, let's say, um, your, your prime rate plus one being looked at because most commercial lenders don't lend on a 30 year basis. So they're reevaluating the market every five years. So you might have a five year loan on a commercial basis that's fixed with a prime plus one, you know, adjustable uh, scenario. Or you might have a five year balloon every five years. So those are the drawbacks in going with a commercial lender. I hope everyone's picked up on that and kind of followed me in my uh, description here. And if you haven't, we can you know, cover it again, uh, maybe through uh, a Q&A. JR, yeah, JR asked if the commercial loan is the same as a portfolio loan. No, because a portfolio loan, remember, a portfolio loan means 
you're grouping two, three, four, five, or more than three properties, say, under one loan. And that's another subject. And I will cover portfolio loans probably in our third series. I will have a commercial section that I'm going to, you know, be speaking about about two weeks out from now. I have, I'll be posting our schedule if you'll keep looking because we're going to be doing a series from now through uh, what I would say the end of the year. I've got a lot of different subjects that I want to cover that the gurus, you know, don't teach you. So the answer to your question is, no, it's not a portfolio. Uh, one loan or one property itself is not a portfolio loan. Okay, and then Shelly is saying, so is an LLC or no LLC preferable? It depends on, here's, here's what you got to know. It depends on your end game is what I tell a lot of folks. So uh, if, you go, if you go get an LLC, that's fine. But when you go to refinance that property, Freddie and Fannie will not take it the way you know we're, we're talking about. So you have to understand, do you want to build 10, 12 properties and you want to build them in an LLC? Then you're going to probably be looking for a commercial lender, which I can help you with uh, to, you know, to do that with. And we can then do a, you know, we could do a, a loan for, for those of you who are really, really strong about keeping things in an LLC or an entity. It depends on, you know, what your end game is. Hope I've answered your question. If not, we can cover it again. Yeah. And I think it also depends on what is your funding source and your funding strategy. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of things to think about in there that we might come back to. Um, real quick, um, for those of you that don't know, and there's some new newer people here on this webinar that I don't think I've seen before, but our company was founded by Steve Liang and Juan Carlos Cruz. They're in Dallas. Um, and they started it to make it easier for real estate agents to run comps on properties. Um, so started in DFW, but has expanded to other investors. Uh, we have uh, Kevin and myself in Houston. Joseph is in Austin, San Antonio. Rodney is in Dallas. We also have off-market leads in Florida and Georgia. So I want to show you our real estate IQ community. So and Becky, I'm going to be having a community page of my own in a little while. Yes, sir. That's what I'm going to show. So you don't have it yet? No, I haven't, I haven't done uh, the necessary steps to get up there and, and create it. But through the help of all the good people at uh, Real Estate IQ, um, I'm sure I'm going to be able to get that done. And so that if I don't cover something today or you have uh, questions, you're free to contact Maurice, of course. And then I, uh, you may post things on the community and I will be posting as well. So I'm looking to grow this and let folks know that uh, there is other education uh, that can be gotten uh, through uh, Real Estate IQ on a variety of subjects. Absolutely. So if you go to realestateiq.co, which is our regular public website, up here we have community. Uh, so the community feed that works like a Facebook, basically for real estate investors, uh, but we also have these community groups. And so I, evidently Maurice doesn't have one yet. Diana, is there going to be a group where you're going to post this, uh, the video link? Hi Becky, there's already um, a group for Maurice right now. 
um, okay. the truth in lending. I I've sent the link, but you can see it in the first row, the truth in lending. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. there you go. Here's Maurice's group. So when you find this group and join it, you'll need to first go right here where this says Terry Knight, which was the last person I talked to. I should log him out. Um, <laughs> where that, where you see that is where you will log in and sign up and, and sign in. And once you do that, then you can join these groups. So you go to Truth in Lending right here, join Maurice's group. Uh, check out our other groups that we have. Um, if you're female, I've got a women in real estate group. We've got groups based on certain areas, certain, um, we've got Latinos, book club, geeks and nerds. We've got a Houston Deal Finder, Finders Lounge. We also have those for Florida, San Antonio. And wherever you are, you can find a local group. So as we grow, I'm expecting this to be a really active place where uh, people can start doing deals and ask questions and find partners and whatever you need to help. Uh, we also have our marketplace here. You can go to education if you're looking for a mentor, uh, something like that to help you out. Funding, you can find Maurice there. Vendors would be other things that you might need for your real estate business like uh, title companies, contractors, things like that. And notes if you want to get into passive investing into notes. You can find all that information here and go here to events and you can get the information about our other upcoming events, including Maurice's next one, which we'll give you information about in just a moment. So just to go back to the slide here. So Real Estate IQ, at our lowest level, we have our deal finding suite, which is just 15 bucks a month to run all the comps that you want. Uh, it also includes our repair estimator and deal analyzer calculator. Um, it's got a little mixed up. Sorry, I showed you that. Here we go. Deal, our deal finding suite includes the everything from our deal analysis suite. Plus, it also includes these off-market leads. And so we give you all the information you need for these motivated and distressed sellers so you can market to them. The data comes in a spreadsheet, so you can filter it, sort it, do whatever you like, and it's updated every day with a new filing. So it's always fresh data. And the ones that have the asterisks are part of our premium list, which means they come with skip tracing already done. So there's already phone numbers and email addresses for the property owners on that list. Um, I already said that. We also have our county data finder where you can create your own list of people to market to. So this pulls from the county tax records. So you can search for commercial, small commercial properties, small multifamily, single family, mobile homes, whatever you like, out of state owners, absentee owners. Um, unfortunately, we don't have over 65 in Houston because Harris County doesn't allow that, but a lot of the other counties do. So you might look for those people might be wanting to sell their home. You can make sure they have equity, limit your search to a subdivision, zip code, anything you like. So if you're going to do some heavy marketing, that's a great place to pull your list. We also make sure that we've got people to answer your questions. So we've got our customer service, minimum two hour response. Usually they're quicker than that. All right. We also have some freebies. So we have some heat maps that show you kind of where the deals are. 
So just say yes to the poll questions if you'd like to get any of those. Or our deal of the day is a live MLS deal that we analyze with our system and send out to you. So it's a discounted deal you can make an offer on, or um, it's also just a good educational tool to kind of let you know what's out there and what kind of things to look at when you're analyzing a deal. All right, so if you missed uh, getting a 45 minute one-on-one -on -one demo, please put in the chat if you'd like to get a demo and uh, somebody can get back to you even today probably if you'd like and answer all your questions about pricing and all that stuff and get you going. Thank you so Thank much, you Maurice. Guys. Thank you everybody for joining. Thank you guys. Look to see on the next one. Keep an eye open for the truth and lending community. Take care now. Be well. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.